We were recording. You gotta love it. We are live. And we're back. We're back. We're live and remote, doing it old school. Yeah. Like they do on the radio. Like they record uh like they record the radio shows. People calling in, people recording it on the other side of the country, all that kind of good stuff. Shit yeah. I met some people. I didn't meet them. I know some people. I had lunch with some people today who worked so for the So you met them? I met them. I mean, well, I, know, I mean, I knew them before the lunch, but it's weird. I mean, I met that day. I discovered today that they worked in old radio. Uh, How so? It, like, what What method? Like, they do CB shit or what? <laughs> no, I, no, that would be even cooler. Thibodeau used to have, like, a radio station, and they, like, worked for it. But I didn't know this shit. They had a law that... Uh, you it like so the air is free. I mean, the air is for everybody, right? Right, and that's how I understand it. Whenever I take breaths, yeah, like that's yours in my air, you know. And apparently, back in the day, people understood that as like it's it's commun- The air is communal in a way. So they made a law that said, um, to, if you want to own like a radio station, a local radio station, you had to live there. You had to be a local owner, and you could only like own just like one, you know. And you had to prove like you lived in the community or something like yeah. it was part of the, okay. Yeah, and you had to do news. You had to do some type of news for it or like to show that it was a public good or something. To kind of earn your keep on the air. Yeah. So if ever if it's everybody's air, you got to help everybody. If you're yeah. taking it up and selling commercials and shit, you got to do other shit. Exactly. So like even even the for-profit model was like, "Nah, not really cuz you using the air. You brought you putting that signal through everybody's air, like the air on people's houses, all of that is going through it. So you better do something good and you better live in the place that you're doing it." And we had a dude named Billy Tozan. I think he was like a senator or a congressman. He was Louisiana too. He put in a, a um a bill to the Congress and they passed it and it did away with that and it said like these big corporations could now start buying little town radio stations and shit like that so this is this is what it started it all this is what gave us all of our sinclair broadcasting yes. and all of our our clear channel radio stations taking over everywhere and yeah. you can't you can't say you know bulls on parade on the radio after nine eleven <laughs> or whatever exactly that's what it did. And it, was, and it was a Louisiana congressman who introduced and sponsored the bill. So Billy Tozan, and he's a lobbyist now for like pharmaceuticals, of course. Um, for pharmaceuticals? They didn't pick him up for like Warner Brothers? You, think, you would think, man. <laughs> so, like, the station got bought out by a big corporation, and then they were there for the transition, these people I know, and then they, they cataloged how it like just, just fell into chaos and stupidity and like. Everything they didn't have any money to. Get, they didn't get no more. They didn't get paid no more. They couldn't fix nothing in the station. They had like a. They had to put a sign on the toilet to instruct people all this weird like way of flushing <laughs> the toilet because it was broken. Oh my so, god! They yeah, just let it go to shit. Yeah, they let it go to shit. Like they have like they have like like you know like the mayor would come talk on the radio station. He'd go in the bathroom and they would just be like, "Damn man, he's in there." Like he has to read the instructions on how to flush the toilet. Like you got to jiggle the handle this way. You got to do this shit just to get your mayor's turds an down. important man. Yeah, yeah. So you can't be having him fooling around with the the damn exactly. toilet handle, getting his hands dirty right before he has to go shake somebody's hand. Yeah, he's probably trying you know. to trying to drink out of the sink before he goes and kisses a baby. God only knows what kind of problems he's gonna have. Yeah, he's using his, like his loafers to try to kick flush the toilet and shit. Oh shit, he's gonna fall. Those little tassels are gonna get caught. You know. <laughs> yes. Or he's in there doing like a dumb and dumber, 
Just like oh, just fuck? really letting it fly. <laughs> yeah, I just can't flush it. I don't. I, I mean, at that point, you got to hope you have some dirt on the mayor. You'd be like, you got to fix this. You know, get some corruption going. <laughs> you corrupted our toilet, man. You got to. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pay for this one. Yeah, that's just crazy. Like the notion that mayors do shit and they got a shit somewhere, and that's just they weird. do. That's and it's something that we don't talk about enough as a nation. We don't. The mayors of this great society are all out there dumping them out. They're out there trying to slap on a deuce because it's the morning time. They've gotten up. They got their coffee. And now, you know, nature's taking its course. And you're saying, hey, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to talk about municipal funding. And they're like, hey, I'm trying to fucking hit the toilets real quick because I'm, I'm having a natural moment. Yeah, dude, as mayors, they can't stop shitting. You know, one meal in, one meal out. That's what the famous mayor saying is. Yeah, I think that's underneath the coat of arms for the National Mayor's (laughs) Convention. (laughs) Dude, they eat all that rich food. That's what it is. It's from their guts. Yeah. Everything has butter and like everything they eat is from a restaurant. So Gout, you know, is the mayor's disease, as they say. (laughs) They all have hover rounds. Oh yeah, it's like a bit one big Wally ship. Whenever they all get around, uh, get together for the mayor's convention, they're flying around talking about bonds and shit, talking about special zoning yeah. privileges, and they're like running over like some poor guy's toes. He's just like, he's bringing like, them like another map or blueprint, yeah. some little toady. Fucking hey. Man, I'm, I fucking I fucking being the mayor's grandson in baseball when I was pitching. So yeah, well, out of principle <laughs> or on accident? I was principal. Yeah, just for his mayor nice. was no. I'm just I'd, I'd like to say it just because <laughs> <laughs> his grandfather was the mayor. <laughs> nah, I didn't like him, but nah, um, nobody likes the fucking you know he he. I he guaranteed he walked around with a mayor's kid attitude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, the grandson. So he's spoiled by the mayor. Imagine oh my the, god, yeah. doted on by the mayor. The fucking mayor. And I think it was like an it was it was really the ex mayor at the time. Oh my but, god, but like a favorite mayor, like a guy yeah. who went out on top. Yeah, like a guy whose like name is all over town. You know. So that's weird. Did you ever meet any mayors? I don't think I've ever met one in person. I actually have. Shit, my town's a- mayor. Yeah, yeah, I've met her many times. In the bathroom, like taking a deuce? Or... No, you would think, you know, <laughs> yeah, how often they're taking a it. shit. It's almost <laughs> a game of numbers. You think you, you know, yeah. either coming or going. If I'm shaking their hand, you know, I know where they're heading next. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a crazy thing because, like, in a, in a public stall, I haven't used many. I try to stay away from if possible. Most people do. But, like, you've pr- the chances are you've probably shitted next to a famous person at some point without knowing, you know? Like, Depends DiCaprio could have been. Yeah, like, if it's an airport bathroom, it could be anybody. You know? Airport bathroom know. is a high probability of somebody. And it depends on the celebrity level, too. Now, True. Leonardo DiCaprio, now, suffice it to say, I don't believe he's taking many dumps in airport bathrooms. <laughs> I think he's th- flying PJs, you know what I mean? If he's flying commercial... He's hopping into business class and into a special lounge where they have a really nice bathroom that we're not seeing yet. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's not true. Until, not until something else changes are we going to be either equalizing like the the airport classes or we're going to be, 
you know, yeah. just locked out for eternity. I don't ever see me getting on the other side of that glass there. <laughs> that is crazy because, like, you put a lot in perspective. Like, like, like Leonardo DiCaprio, like, shit and wise, got a lot in common with, like, my friends who, like, never left the country and, like, can't afford to. Right? Because they both, they both never shit in a regular airport bathroom. That's the real horseshoe theory. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, the yeah, now you're... like there's a lot they don't do. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. I guess old Leonardo DiCaprio will never know the pleasure of getting stunk up in an Iowa City bathroom, you know, next yeah. to fucking some dude who's been on a, you know airplane from Buffalo for the last five hours, you know, just like really saving it up before he sits down. Leo's over there is like, damn, I... He's just like just think he's sitting at his own house in his golden palace, like thinking about the stinky shit in Iowa City bathroom. <laughs> he's like, damn, if only I could be there. I can, <laughs> I'd I give t- it all up. <laughs> I I'd trade in that an Oscar for the Revenant. I'd trade in my uh all the goodwill I got from what's eating Gilbert Grape. I I I I just I toss it all in the bin if I could just for one second feel like a normal Joe and every man <laughs> <laughs> running to an airport bathroom 45 seconds after sipping old Dunkin' Donuts coffee at an airport kiosk. Yeah. I would assassinate a member of the Pussy Posse to have that back. You know? uh, I'd feel any, to, just to feel anything again, I'd put yeah. Tony McGuire's head on a spindle. <laughs> Shit. Life yeah. is meaningless at the top for old Leo. <laughs> got nothing in this yeah. world but envy left for yeah, the That's all he's man. got, right? That's all he's got. Oh. Yeah, fuck man. him. Yeah, fuck him, man. He's probably probably just sitting in front of a fireplace right now, you know, doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Throwing money into it or, you know, old books. He probably buys like first edition books that are good and throws them into the fire to start fires <laughs> just kindling yeah yeah that man is, he doesn't even care that's I think we, yeah that's like with the old people like when they're so rich and comfortable then they really the only thing they really start fearing is dying in time and I think that's why they all want to freeze their like dick and their brain and that shit mm-hmm. you know what I mean <laughs> like Dude, they all do want to freeze their body parts it's a wild child they all yeah. are obsessed all those rich guys are obsessed with immortality and it's like yeah. I get, you know what I think it is, honestly? Yeah. It's right. like the only way to rationalize the reason they're so wealthy. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, fuck yeah. If the old saying goes, you can't take it with you, you yeah. know. What if the, you could? It, <laughs> what if you don't go anywhere? Exactly. Then there's, then there's a reason, and you're absolved of your guilt for, like, having $2 billion whenever half the world is starving. It's like, no, oh, I need damn. this. Yeah. Because I'm going to freeze myself and put it in some Swiss bank account that's going to accrue interest. And in 100 years, I'll have even more money. And, you know, that... Damn. That will, you know, they just, they, yeah. it's like a get-out-of-jail-free card you, on the whole, like, you, you know, hoarding of resources. It's like yeah. you get to push... You don't even have to answer the question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of, like the morality of having this much wealth whenever you pass and just giving it to your your scions or whatever you get to just sidestep the whole issue 
by saying, no, I'm freezing myself. I'm immortal. So it's like, I'm not even actually dead. So you don't even have to worry about my inheritance It'll just, you know, sit there for me. And, you know, in terms of uh, wanting to give back to society, you know, who cares? It's not really my problem. They're all going away and there'll be science just like it'll solve the issue of like me being frozen. It'll solve the issue of uh, all the people that are here that want my money that don't deserve it. But I do because I earned it. So I must deserve it. So I want to, you know, I shouldn't feel guilty. I can't feel guilty. I'll live forever. You know, they just have to push all that feeling away. Shit. Damn, I never, I never analyzed it like that. That is true. That is just, there's just, it's a deep fear of, de- of like, in, yeah, fuck. That's I mean, Peter Thiel trying to get the fucking young man blood, you know, all of that shit is just a machination for them to have like a reason to have so much. Because yeah. if you can't take it with you, you can fucking give it away mm-hmm. or, you know, you, you can, can make everybody's life so, better. Or you wouldn't like worry so much if somebody came around and like instead of making you give it away or you having to even go through that thought process, they just tax you for it. You probably wouldn't be so afraid of that, you know, mm-hmm. at that point because you're like, hey, I can't take it with me. Might yeah. as well let it fly. Whatever. Let it roll. And that's my philosophy anyway. Dude. That's the... Yeah. That's what we all, I mean, we are like Fliff Night, you know what I mean? A lot of people in the working class, you see that a lot of the time they say, you know, they don't save the money because they know it's fleeting. Mm-hmm. And they also know that like earthly pleasures are pretty much what we have. And, you know, so maybe it's worth it to like, I don't have much, so I might as well go see a movie or buy a nice tasty meal or something like that instead of like paying down an extra $25 on my student loan, like paying against the principal. And you know these are these are questions that other people have never had to answer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Dude. They've never had to think about that, but they sit in their fucking all their money places and think about how they're never going to die and just stack it up. It's fucking obscene, dude. It is. I, I'm like, there's a way. I'm thinking like ways to solve this, and of course taxing them in like a revolution. Like yeah, but I, my, my brain is dumb because like I'm like, where's the shortcut? So like, all right, we make gotta a be law. a shortcut. Yeah, a law that says, all right, you got once you get over like I don't know a million, two million dollars, we put a collar on you with a small Good explosive, start. and you can as long as you have, yeah. Well, what we say, what we say, like it's gonna go off <laughs> when you turn seventy five or something like. So you, they have their life, right? But they Absolutely. know now it's definitely. And if you try to tamper with it, it explodes. You know, you can now buy if you time. Want to give your money away. We'll take this collar off of you. Like you know what I mean? Maybe you might. Yeah, you might be able to live to eighty-five. You might be able to live to ninety-five. But with that collar Holy and shit. with that money in that bank account, it explodes at seventy-five. You know, so you got to spend that it all fucking brilliant. Or, or get or get Having under to, like because it's. I like the idea and of like, the seventy-five-year-old collar, but then that's what we should you do. add in the incentive that they can buy time from the government by paying extra money. That is where it takes off another level because all those old motherfuckers would then start competing <laughs> with one another. They're yeah. like, no, I bought myself all the way up to fucking one forty-five. So there's no way I'm gonna die, and then like the other old guy at the like the Knicks game yeah. on the court, the floor yeah. is like, you say one forty five because I'm at yeah. one sixty five, and you know I was talking to my doctor the other day, and he was telling me I might tag another fifteen on there just to be safe. Dude, it would be easy money, and then that's how we fund everything. I don't mean I don't know if that distrib- yeah I don't know if it distributes power. 
to people, but it's it, definitely a cool. It it does in the long run, I guess. I don't know. That sounds like that sounds like if, if a Liz Warren. That sounds like it's a very Liz Warren. Uh, but listen, evil, like, I look plan kind of. I don't want to like a. I don't want to be like, like edgy. You know, edgy Liz Warren comes up with anything, that thing, but it is kind of close to evil to to strap a bomb to somebody's neck. It's just like it's not great. I mean, it could be any other mechanism. You know what I mean? You go and kidnap them. Yeah, I guess, yeah you're right. You do an implantable just, thing right into their brainstem. I think is a really a clean option. Yeah, because you know? then they don't have a whole like uh, a whole collar they have to mess <laughs> with, true. and then you could just shut it off whenever. You know what I mean? That's the other thing too. Is like somebody might you could just <laughs> yeah, be like somebody might fall on this button. Also, you never know. Somebody might slip up. Or it could be an accident. <laughs> We're not really training <laughs> the people who are manning the boards very well. You know, We're like, <laughs> like oops. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's more incentive for them to pay for the tax money. Hey, well exactly. Well funded people anyway to monitoring milk these buttons. You know, it doesn't. Accidentally blow them up. Yeah, we gotta get. Yeah, that's that's. There's gotta be ways to to divorce these guys from the idea that they can live forever. You know. Well, that, that, like you're right. That's probably th- that's probably what the fuck is coming. I don't down know to. how. Like that's okay, why do, that's why they're so scared. To get this is life. like where the thought process comes from. You have to be one of like you have to cut off all parts of your humanity to not have a pang of guilt to have something when someone else does not. Right. There's like mm-hmm. something ingrained where like, you know, yeah. I, I think part of our I don't want to be like, you know, go back to like, you know, super weird philosophy shit. But I think there is like some sort of part of the brain that is altruistic in nature that like wants to share and wants to be like sees it's like a pack animal. You know what I mean? If you have extra and you see another member of the human race around. Yeah. It, you like there's some sort of natural inclination in your brain. That wants you to share with them, right? And that's why there's been panhandlers for generations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ever since goddamn Jesus time, there's been people around who, yeah. like, whenever they hit the worst of times, they're like, well, I'll just go and show everybody and tell everybody that I am on these hard times. And then maybe that will strike somebody, you know. And there's, you know, uh, before that happened, you know, they were just part of yeah. a pack and somebody would throw them some fucking bread. You know, or whatever, some meat from a, a deer, you know, before their civilization, you know, then you have to start mm-hmm. like placing the rules and shit, right? Then you just have to start yeah. placing strictures and then you just have to start like yeah. making resources, you know, tied to some sort of, you know, structure of how they were acquired, right? So then now you like see somebody without and you mm-hmm. do have some. So now you have like tied in yeah. some part of your self worth into how you acquired this stuff, right? Even if it's not even a true story about like nowadays, right? These guys all tell themselves because I worked hard, and that's not a true story. Yeah. They didn't work hard for anything in their life. It's like like even like the smartest, you know, all, none of that stuff is hard work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you like you're you're smart yeah. and you're gaming a system. You know what I mean? It's not like you're actually like having to talk to anybody yeah. or like there's not even like any hard work true about yeah. it and so, you got to do the opposite with the guy whatever, with nothing you got to say oh he did all the wrong stuff you know you got to blame right him and so then you, you can rationalize you it. blame yeah. him exactly so then you have this whole way of like being able to deny them that thing but there's still that part of your brain that's like telling you 
that's like it's better to like give than receive the Christmas spirit. It's you know it's better to share, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The golden rule, all that shit is still in your brain somewhere. And even if you're Peter Thiel, and even if you're like one of the most nasty fucking billionaire motherfuckers that ever walked the face of this godforsaken planet that you fucked up because you're a billionaire <laughs> piece of shit, like somewhere in your brain is yeah. that pain. And so you have to like, so that is going to be in the, the, the background of whatever decisions they're making, you know, just like all of us, we have all kinds of like mental fog that's going on. And if you're... Jeff Bezos, if you're at the top of the heap, if you have so, so, so much, you're literally have more money than governments, mm -hmm. right? You have more money than you yourself as a person are a nation at this point. It's, you have to be that, that little pang has to turn into some sort of an alarm bell. And if you want to keep telling yourself that story, that lie that you worked hard, you have to also find some new lies to tell yourself about like what you know what money is for and what sharing's about and why it's okay for you to have so much and it's just you know you have to like yeah. so and that's how why they're all so insular that's why you never see any of those you know the only friends those billionaires have are like people at other conferences yeah. that they just like flew on different private jets to like run into it so they can all keep this lie <laughs> with themselves up that everything is okay mm -hmm. and that they're doing good things and if they like build one clinic in a small town that like they've done their due yeah. part you know what i mean and it's just like they, they think that because i think that deep down all people are good people they just like there's just so many material reasons for you to deny that part of yourself and also so many creature comforts and so many uh, you know, societal pressures, you know, well, that's why you keep jet setting around. If like all these other billionaires are all telling themselves the same lie, you know, you, it, it supports it, yeah. right? You're like, well, if they're doing it, they think like me, I must not be in the wrong here. And you can keep pushing that shit down. Now at some point somewhere there's, you know, there's going to be some of them that just can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's why you, I think you do see some of those guys commit suicide at a weird rate. Damn. You know, I feel like a lot of those dudes like Epstein, you know, that's a joke. You didn't commit himself, suicide. You know? I'm joking, but yeah. I know. <laughs> it's really funny that the punchline to the joke is the official story. Yeah. I, <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. Everybody got, in the whole world so like, sad about oh, yeah, all his money, and he commits. Yeah, it's like, of course, yeah. God. But yeah, that is, Jesus they are, Christ. you're right, they do struggle with that. And it, that's, that's kind of like fascinating to me, because like you, you put it into perspective where it's kind of just all like, it is in a way brain chemicals and just the way we think we're kind of like prisoners of that shit you know is 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 human thought like of like not to be true detective season one but is consciousness a fucking curse you know what i mean if this is what it led to in a way uh i mean i i think i we I, mean, I think there's a lot of interesting stuff from that fucking true detective season one dude it's a dope show and the, those writers and shit are dope i mean because it just depends on, I, that's all kind of weird stuff. I guess that, that gets theoretical to me in terms of like the theory of pain, mm -hmm. right? And shit, like what use of pain is to the uh, human being. And if, yeah, you know, if consciousness begets pain, then what uses consciousness, you know? Yeah. 
And I get that, you know, that's fine. But you also get like good stuff too, which is what everybody, which is like the the other yeah. answer. It's like the only rejoinder is like, yeah, sure. But there's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, he does like have a a point where it's like we're also killing ourselves and the planet and the most noble thing we can do is hold hands and walk into a river or whatever. It's like, I guess we've, it's yeah. also, you know, you get into fucking philosophy weeds. That depends on what your, you know, your definition of noble true. is. You know? And my brain so. can't comprehend all that, I don't think. But yeah, like even if we did that, right? Even if we did hold hands and walk into a river, that is kind of beautiful and good. You know, if we, if we do it for the right reasons, right? You know, if we do well, it. Yeah, it's like a, like a TV show going out on its yeah. own terms. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, no, we wrote four seasons <laughs> and we're, we're ending it yeah. here. I don't, I don't want to do that. It's done. Series finale. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it to happen, but if that's, that's better than slowly killing everything, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's an altruistic end to it. Like, it was like, oh man, you know what? We're all the people, yeah, we're uh, all just going to die so that like maybe like a couple bobcats and like a toucan will live. You know what I mean? Or like some, you know, some of the animals make it, you know? But I mean, that's the thing is that, A, I think there's going to be, like, we a lot of animals are going extinct, but like, when we there'll be stuff that lives past us, which is cool. That's you true. Know, depending on how we go, man. Jellyfish, um, but they like, dude. Oh, they yeah. the number one like, uh, like benefits of like the ocean turn into like pretty much unlivable acidy goo. I think jellyfish will do fine and explode. They say, uh, and like they Jesus. say, like who benefits, right? Fucking jellyfish. Jellyfish could be sort of costly. Like, yeah, Quovono. Like so, like think about this. Like jellyfish don't have a brain, right? But they are obviously smart because they know how to swim and they know how to eat and they know how to sting people. And like, there's something going on there. It's like, what if they are like they are collective? Like, what the fuck does know how to sting people mean? <laughs> like, they know how that works. Like, they like I'm gonna sting these people who keep swimming next to me so they'll stay away. They don't know that. They shit. might know. They just, they, like, how do we know? You don't have a brain to even study. Like we don't know what they know. That's what I'm we saying. We don't know what they know. I guess that's we, true. We, I guess that's true. There's no way we can yeah, know what. What they if know. they have? It's an unknown, exactly. unknown. So I'm presupposing that they have like telekinetic and telekin, both the kind where you can, maybe not the kind you can move shit, the kind you could put thoughts in people's brain. What if what if okay. the jellyfish collectively are creating like a sound or like a vibe that is making humanity embrace its worst instinct so that we ba- we, we 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 capitalize on that instinct and destroy the planet but we're destroying it in a way that makes it more habitable for them. We nobody's ever considered this shit yet. <laughs> I would have to say that's probably very true that nobody has considered People should this. be bringing yeah. this up. We, we don't, because like, they're the ones who benefit and we don't know shit. They say jellyfish don't have brain, but that doesn't make sense to me as the way I understand animals and brains and stuff like that. You know, like something's going on with them, man. Like, I don't trust them. It's true. Okay. I Look, I haven't trusted a jellyfish since I went to the fucking Gulf Shores and got stung by one. There you one. go. When I was like in seventh yeah. grade, okay, they are, and I don't even like the beach anymore. Yeah, you can't even shit. eat them. I had to get the, not the like, no, I had to get the meat tenderizer from the fucking. Oh. I had to get some Lowry's to put <laughs> on myself. The shit Damn. was terrible. Yeah, look at they already look. They already messing with you. They did that on purpose. You think that we're like, you know? Did you ever get stung by yeah. jellyfish? I hate all animals that sting. You did? Yeah. Oh yeah. So okay, look, this confirms my theory then. The, if this is true, which I'm now supporting as fact, 
This was their like Skynet first strike on us, like, oh, like shit. John Connor. Yeah. They went. They tried to throw it back, and they sent a little message through their little <laughs> tentacles through time. Yeah. Sting these, get these motherfuckers. Yeah, get them. Open season. They're on to it. On these fellas. Yeah. <laughs> Open season on Josh. <laughs> Dude, that's our number one enemy of the podcast. Oh my god. Now. <laughs> no, jellyfish. Hive. They might have. They can have like a hive mind. You something. know what? You know? It's true. They could have CB advanced. radios. You imagine, yeah, like a, like a jellyfish yeah. CB radio with like all these jellyfish got like handles and shit, like like <laughs> big jelly mama, <laughs> big breaker 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 one breaker nine. one nine, <laughs> big jelly. Come fucking big jelly mama, big jelly mama looking for 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 tentacle Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a kayaker back there three miles back. You might want to take care of him. <laughs> we got ourselves Shit, a man. fucking Portuguese man of war convoy rolling. <laughs> chomp, chomp. Yeah, dude, they fucking they're doing this shit. They could be responsible for climate change in a way that they're manip- we're the fucking puppets, man. We're their fucking Look, puppets. Then you also shared with me this weekend the the Taos hum idea. Yeah, the Taos so hum. So this could be part of it too. This could also <laughs> be part of yeah. it. So like the Taos hum maybe is like a land version. What's a land version of a of a jellyfish? Like a Kind of have to have water. It feels like for anything right. jellyfish like, but any gooey, you know, maybe like maybe the middle stages of a caterpillar and butterfly. Because it's because one, it's gooey. You don't know what's going on in there. It's all pieces of mush, and it also has venom and stings from the You're caterpillar. Right. Part. That's spot on too. Because if so, you have like around the hills, if they have a bunch of like cocoons situated, those things could be vibrating and giving off the home. Yeah, easy peasy. Yes, it's that's what it is. That's what's causing the tiles. So now home. we got collusion on land and sea. <laughs> we have the caterpillars who have stung me. By the way, I got stung by a caterpillar. See, and Dude. one of the little yeah. mean motherfuckers that like hurts your hand. I didn't have to get the meat tenderizer out for that one. That one I got the baking soda. <laughs> got baking soda and water, made a little paste, and rubbed that. Oh, oh yeah, wow. it was the only way because it was burning up my whole arm. I had to look online. Dude, I got stung hurts. by like one of the meanest little guys that ever walk around here, and he just like f- is it like fell the- out of a tree on me. You remember the name of it? Ooh. I remember he was little and green, and he looked symmetrical, and he had like a black and white spot in the middle, green around it, and then like reddish on either side with black horns. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I yes, dude. I one of them stung me through a glove before, like a cloth glove, like a gardening glove, and it hurt like. Dude, hell. they are some mean like, some I, bitches, dude. Yeah, they do the jellyfishes bidding, or vice versa. They definitely they're land them. jellies. That's all there is to it. <laughs> That's it, dude. It's land jellies. They're coming. Oh man, and they hate us because we're on. Oh to my the god, ass. they thought they were so slick. <laughs> like you jellyfish are always slick, so you take advantage. <laughs> Man, yeah, dude, this is that—that that explains the Taos home, though. You know that—that that is we. I mean, we ought to. Oh shit, man, we should have went into yeah, science. Dude. I mean, it's not too late. Where you at, scientists? Come on. I mean, look—if you got a better yeah. answer, come on the show. 
<laughs> come in. Yeah, this is an invite to all scientists who especially think they know scientist this shit. Jordan Peterson. I'm sure he'll be making a. a a little slide into to biology soon enough once he hears this theory. Once he knows... Yeah, him and his lobsters. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what it'll be. It'll be the lobsters versus jellyfish. It'll be... What was his old fucking thing with the lobsters? Just because they had hierarchy? Yeah, I think that was it, dude. Like, that means God we knows need this it. motherfucking yeah, guy. It's like, there's a million animals that don't have hierarchy. You just picked one and said, we're like that. Like, that's so dude. fucking dumb. He's dumb guy, as shit, man. man. And that's the thing is like, he tells people good things and then he tells people stupid as fucking shit things, right? There's like some good things that are yeah. like, hey, man, like, does your life stink? Yeah, man, life is tough, mm-hmm. but you can like help yourself out and you can do some, you can do a couple of things like that clean your room thing. Like it does help people to kind of yeah. get order in their life and if they're living in filth, you know, like taking a little pride in their yeah. space, like. That is like a good personal, like self help kind of thing. But then he's like, and then mm-hmm. that's a blast off towards like nobody is giving you the sex you deserve or whatever. You know, it's like, how is this yeah. twisted up in the same shit? And like, whenever you can like couch like the crazy shit and like the stuff that is actually kind of helpful for people, that's when like, that's mm-hmm. what pisses me off the most, man. That's, That's fucking dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, because Marie Kondo, she ain't out there telling motherfuckers, you know, like, uh, you also deserve a girlfriend. She's just helping clean. Yeah, man. You know, and organizing tight. Well, hey. Yeah. You, you got too much shit? Here's a here's a little bonkers yeah. idea. How about you check out what your favorite <laughs> shit is out of this and then throw the rest of that shit the hell out? <laughs> exactly. Does it bring you joy? And Jordan Peterson, like you said it, like Jordan Peterson, he's couching that shit. And decent stuff, but he's he's making just a bunch of... And you know what he tells people? He's like, um, if the world's bad, you can only change your like perception of it. Or the, or you can tinker around the edges with your own life. But don't don't look at anything else. Don't look at what the, You know what I mean? Don't, ch- don't look behind the man at the curtain. Right. Man yeah. behind the curtain kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, that's... You know? Which is and, like... That's not taking control of your life. That's like being... That's and being a also man. like that's lying like letting, about the structure of the world, right? That like... It also yeah. comes from the place of, like, you aren't in power whenever, like, the people who support mm-hmm. them are. You know what I mean? It's like true. everybody who's in government right now in all stages wants, like, young white men to succeed. That's, like, their fucking reason for yeah. existence <laughs> at this point. Yeah. And so to act like there's some sort of great conspiracy against you succeeding in your life is bonkers. You know what I mean? And then he does that shit with like the, you know, mm-hmm. Marxism on campus and the war on free speech. They have to find some way somehow that to make it feel like there's some other thing that's like making you feel the way you do. It's like, you know, yeah. the reason you feel like a weirdo whenever you go to your college class is cuz you don't like you haven't done enough to like get along with like your social peers. You know what I mean? You haven't like and yeah. that's like not a thing that you should be ashamed of. There's like clubs and stuff for kids who are like who have like a problems like socializing with people. But it's like what yeah. it's like what happens is some one of those kids goes to uh their college class for the first time, right? And then they make a joke mm-hmm. that they made in high school probably for all their friends and they like use like a weird race reference. And a couple of people like looked at him yeah. funky, and then they got really embarrassed. And then they said, "Oh, yeah. 
look at this instead of them going and apologizing and then learning how to talk about people and then kind of getting their horizons broadened by talking and meeting more people and learning things like a lot of people mm-hmm. do in their life who especially people from small towns mm-hmm. you know like from mississippi let's not you know name any names or anything mm-hmm. here but sometimes people <laughs> should have been you know whatever they were 17 going off to college you know, probably would have gotten canceled for some of yeah. the jokes they made when they were 16 in high schools, you know. And I think there's a common thing, you know, for people especially. You know, there's things that you do, and it's hard to get along with people sometimes. And if you make a joke, you know, thinking that it's going to go over well, it doesn't go well. You get embarrassed, but then you don't want to analyze yourself. So you say it's their fault for not liking your joke. And then you can just, that's, yeah. and then it's step one. It's step one. And then it's just boom, 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 step, boom, boom. A freaking house of cards yeah. domino effect after that. Yeah. You, then you get to say, well, they're sensitive. That means the opposite of that. That means right. I'm tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's why they, they can't fucking handle my truth. They can't handle it because I'm too badass. And then you get that. That kind, of, they get they get put in that mindset. And those like, dudes you know, are always tough. gassing them fucking... up on that shit too. It's like, yeah, you are tough. Yeah, yeah Ben Shapiro watched this shit yeah. for four hours. You're <laughs> tough, dude. <laughs> it's like, what the <laughs> fuck are y'all talking about, man? Yeah, yeah, it's you're right. Like, dude, a fucking a coworker of mine made a fucking Caitlyn Jenner joke in 2019. My last shift, and I, I like I looked at him across the room, and like he does, he knows better not to say that kind of shit around me. But just some like other new guys were in the the room, so he tried to like he was just trying to make them laugh. I know he's not, I don't think he's that kind of like bigoted, but he did it because he thought they would laugh, and they did laugh. And like I could tell he was ashamed the way I was just looking at him, like what the fuck are you doing? Like you don't got to do this shit. Yeah. Like you you fucking twenty something years old, you don't have to make these fucking oh man. Yeah. Anyway, it just. You saying that brought that back to man, me. Man, it shit is, yeah. It still bothers I mean, me. it's, yeah, that shit happens, you know, all the time. And, like, I think it comes from, you know, uh, well, like, that guy making the fucking joke, it's like, you know, you have to know better. You have to be broader. And there's people who do know, and they want to, like, you know, like you said, like, fucking carve that space out as, like, that's my identity. I'm the guy who says the fucking wrong shit. I'm the guy who you got to look at yeah. sideways at the workplace. And then there's some people who just, like, mm-hmm trying to feel themselves out dude like there's a lot of people who fucking try on personalities and shit yeah. like that you know what i mean you have to like yeah. do a lot of stuff to kind of figure out who you are and like sometimes like and that's part of like socializing and growing up i mean that's what social boundaries yeah. are and that's what it's like you coming up against some societal friction and realizing and like oh uh, that's an inappropriate thing for me to do learn your lesson or change, you know, alongside that feeling, you know, just, you know, instead of dealing with it, push it down, all that shit. It's all so funky, man. This is, and what gets down mm-hmm. to it, this is why Marianne Williamson was a good candidate. You know what I mean? Yes. This is, this talks about, this is speaking to that dark psychic energy she was talking about in the country. That's, I mean, that's something I think is happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think that it is. Yeah. And honestly, whenever she says dark psychic energy, yeah. though, you do. I think there is something mm-hmm. to be said about, you know, not only... Like, I think like Bernie would also defeat the dark psychic energy just by defeating capitalism. I think capitalism mm-hmm. is the dark psychic energy, yeah. really, at the end of the day. You know, I mean, just yeah. like... 
that's the ultimate contradiction about like you know feeling alienated from your work and then all being here in today's society where like yeah not only are you like don't even get to sell the chair you made or whatever whenever they first talked about <laughs> yeah, being yeah. alienated from your labor it's like i <laughs> am like a person who pushes an f key on a keyboard that mm-hmm. makes a fucking f appear on a screen and that screen is linked to another screen into a document that I share with yeah. all of these people. And it's like the most utter remove that you could feel uh, completely and totally yeah. for most people and how they have to do their job. Unless you're at the like, you're, you know, unless you're shunted down to the working class. And there is where you get to like, you mm-hmm. have to like talk to people as a server. You have to deal with people at their like most vulnerable as a nurse. You know what I mean? Only down there mm-hmm. is where you like have to be connected with your labor, and that's the where the labor is least compensated. It's fucking bizarre, dude. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. And it, when you're isolated, you feel like you don't even deserve it, and it kind of makes you think like like you don't even understand why this whole thing exists. You know what I mean? Like you say, if you just press an F key. And you know, like there's a every other week, some money just randomly appears in your account. You know what I mean? That's also digital that you never right. really touch. You know what I mean? You, you have a card, and it's just you, it's just numbers. Like none of this shit really fucking. You don't really understand like where it's gone, what's happening. It just seems like and a it's really not weird going thing. to you. And and it's, it's not no, enough for you. You're still stretched thin. You're still trying to figure out what the hell's going on around you. And you're like, yeah. I'm working a lot. You know what I mean? I feel like I have a couple of jobs. Mm-hmm. I'm pressing the F button like as many times as yeah. I can. You know, yeah. I show up to this place. Uh, you know, yeah, like I clock in. It is. And it's it a is, lot of is, those is, guys. Like you said, hey, it's dark. either. It's weird. Like a lot of the fucking really crazy. All right, guys. You know, a lot of the leaders and shit are all those fucking F key guys. And then they foot soldiers. And like always are always like guys who fucking work in goddamn you know kitchens and shit like that you know yeah and it's wild man how those structures just fucking keep popping up too in all those places and it, mm-hmm. yeah and it's such a like you said dark like marianne says it's dark it's such an emotional component to it addressing that i'm glad she says it like you said the dark psychic energy that's a fucking needs to be fucking right. put out there more like people need to understand it's this wild shit. because it's like right. that division and that separation and that alienation from not only your labor and then you know just total totally isolated from your community people you know not knowing your neighbors as well anymore mm-hmm. look you know all that kind of stuff lack of community which is happening all throughout the country it's, you know all that shit mm-hmm. builds up because of the fucking effects of capital right capital is what started the dissolution of yeah. the community capital is what you know it, is feeding all of the people who are who are fat on the hog and you you know and you're not and so like yeah. the only, so that psychic energy I do think has a deep material component to it that I think Bernie of course would you know would help people a lot I think if people had a, like more mm-hmm. say in their work and if people in their workplace and made that more democratic and if you had People feel like they were making, uh, you know, a, a dignified wage in the country instead of working for peanuts, and then I think that would go a long way to alleviating some of that dark psychic energy that's affecting a lot of our country. And then you have the added bonus that's like, you know, I'm fucking stressed out all the time. That like, 
you know, for no reason. It's like, I don't know why I get stressed and embarrassed that our president is so fucking bad. Now, I get worried for people who are like yeah. in, uh, you know, in danger, which he has put a lot of people in danger. Mm-hmm. But, like, whenever he says stupid shit or whenever he, like, does something bad, why do I feel embarrassed and bad for the country? That's something I've been trying to deal with because there's yeah. no reason I should. You know what I mean? No. It, it, in some ways, it's kind of good because, like, the more people see the president as a joke, because, like, the, on, on no matter what Rep- Republican, Democrat, you know, and I know both of we're not— we don't not necessarily in those camps like that, but they both see the president as they both saw the president, the last president, like the Republicans saw the last president as illegitimate, and now the current people see that the current president, the Democrats see the current president as illegitimate. So maybe there's a bunch of people seeing like maybe the, we don't need a president. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of good that he's saying all this dumb shit. Maybe people could say like, all right, let's let's just get rid of the president. This is not working out. The president altogether, you know, like that would be a better way to fucking do a country. I mean, yeah, know? I like that idea myself. I think parliament shit is kind of tight, you know what I mean? Because then you have like, yeah, you could have more political parties, you know what I mean? Which seems pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually have them yeah, like, like an executive work, council, you know what I mean? Instead of yeah. be such a fucking intransigent piece of shit on both sides. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think there is something to be said about. Just the absurdity of, you know, yeah, just showing that we don't really need a president. Now, there is something. Yeah, one guy yeah. have all this power. Now, that's why I want Bernie to be president, because if we're going to give one person all this sort of fucking power to do whatever they want, and also, like, now what's built up over, you know, 200 and whatever years, you know, fucking 300,000 years of a fucking country's been around, it feels like at this point, who fucking cares? <laughs> But now, over time, we've, like, built up over all this, you know, rhetorical power in the presidency, all this symbolic power of the presidency. If somebody was actually, like, after this long march of people, you know, going further and further away from their path, all that power in the the presidency being represented by, representative of, for, and for, like, the, the highest and 1% of this country, we can finally, like, shunt it and actually be representative of the people and have a person with that power going out there in the country and saying, like, I'm here for the people, speaking for the people. You know, I think there's a lot to be said for that. And when, like, people say, like, when you vote for Bernie and if Bernie's president, how will he get stuff done? I think, you like, people are discounting this aspect of the presidency where, like, the president of the United States... Is it shows up at your doorstep and he's brought like a bunch of fucking people striking Absolutely. with him. Yeah, that has a lot of Hell power. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, yep. look at look at how you, Trump the, empowered the, racism. I mean, Bernie could do that with fucking worker power. Yeah, exact Mundo, yeah. dude. That's a very good point, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna feel so, if like you know we, and it's something that like tracks right, and it's even like something you have to say. Like if you can, if you're out here saying that there's these psychic forces that are like uh that are let loose mm-hmm. right that they always kind of exist but are like ready to be kind of thrown out there for the people mm-hmm. you know or let loose because there's some sort of you know somebody's broken hearts on it so to speak yeah um then you know you have to if that's true for trump and racism then like bernie and solidarity class solidarity probably is like 
also something you have to say could track. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the same. It's the same pathway. And you would love to see Hell it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We would absolutely love, love to, to see, see it. it. It would fucking. It would definitely could change a lot of people. The way people think down here because they automatically think, oh well, socialism, this or that. But if you if you legitimize it by putting Bernie up in there. People are going to think about it. And especially when they start seeing the benefits. He can do executive order shit that's going to put money in people's pockets or get rid of their debt, like, right away. And I think that's going to make a... That would make a yeah, fucking dude. huge difference. People don't forget that, you know? I don't think they would. I hope they wouldn't. Man, but. I hope... Like, I want to see, like, Bernie walk in there and like, oh, yeah, by the way, we own Exxon. Yes. <laughs> like, I just that's took what's it. up. Yeah. And uh, guess what? A, I just took it. They're I making it. windmills now. And... Yeah. Yeah, they're making windmills and nothing else. <laughs> and guess what? They're also having to walk on a treadmill <laughs> to run my White House. I took all the CEOs. They're in the basement. They're on those treadmills hooked up. They're running the fucking generators right now. That's clean, clean power. power. I'm feeding yeah. them vegan. They hate it. <laughs> These guys have only eaten steak for the last fucking 19 years of their life. They're finally going to get their colon cleansed <laughs> while we're running down these damn treadmill I'm, for fucking my electricity. I'm picturing that basement, and it's a beautiful sight, man. They're all, yeah, they're just like flop sweat, <laughs> just playing the Rocky oh, dude, music for them. <laughs> dude, those guys, I would, it'd be so funny, man. Like, fucking Jillian uh, from The Biggest Loser or whatever, trying to like hype him up, you know, just like, just go. Yeah, just like shit to annoy him. <laughs> it was like, you can't do it. It's like, fuck it, out of here. Yeah, fuck it, right. <laughs> I'd love to see Rex Tillerson like fucking, fucking just running on a treadmill. All, you know what I mean? I'd fucking like yeah, hell, dude. Just, oh, dude. just do that. Just I would. I want to vote. I wish the election was tomorrow. I wish I could vote right now. Because goddamn, I want to see that. I would love that pay per view. Yeah. That's another way to raise taxes. Like get some good money by having some cool ass pay per views like Shit, that. Yeah. Like this Sunday. The government, United States Department of Entertainment, brings you Rex Tillerson having to run on a treadmill and get people throwing chocolate donuts at his ass while he does it. And you can dress him in something stupid. Yeah, like fucking, I don't know, like a fucking, yeah, man. I don't know, weird costumes and shit. I, I put him like as a fucking, I, I don't know, man, fucking... I can't even think of no costumes. Dude, dress him up like Austin Powers, dude, and yeah. like... He's like Austin Powers, and then you have like a whole bunch of people dressed like the crocodile <laughs> hunter, and they're throwing the donuts at him. And then at one point, like they just bring out fucking uh, what's his name, AC Slater, that guy <laughs> who hosts. Yeah, all he those came shows. to my school. He comes out there. Yeah, he comes out there after the guy gets fucking pelted by the Austin Power donuts, and he walks over there to. <laughs> <laughs> to him and he's dressed up he's like alright say it say it and he's like yeah baby fucking <laughs> <laughs> rules we gotta do that yeah they make Rex Tillerson fucking yeah baby that shit can would we, rock yeah so does that can we just make NPR do that we can change NPR to that kind of cool shit they're like a public funded thing 
Yeah. Fuck, fuck yes, tiny desk dude. concerts. Yeah. We need fucking Rex Tillerson on a fucking and Austin right. Power shit running on a fucking treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> fucking right, dude. No more tiny desk concerts, man. No. Now we're talking about huge stadium yeah. fights. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of a tiny desk concert. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, a weird thing. What's his, Is there even basically invented the Running Man, dude? Yeah. Fuck. We did. That's why that's why we have to win so we can see the But the running man does it to poor people. True. And we do to it. To, it's just running it's the good running man. To the it's, people who are at the yeah, top. It's the happy version of the running right. man. Yeah. The fucking the Yeah, who would host like so Running Man was hosted by which guy? Uh, Rob Richard uh I don't remember. Richard whatever his name is. I remember was. the guy, I don't know his name though. He, the family feud. Guy, oh, um right? Richard yeah, Dawkins. Richard fucking Is that it? Richard Dawkins. Is it Dawkins, Dawkins? Yeah. yeah. Dawson, Dawson, Richard Dawson. I only know that from a song, a lyric song. Yes. Like, more family fuse than Richard Dawson. I think it was Method Man yeah. said that. And the survey said. Yeah, did, yeah. <laughs> he blows off his fucking head. Yeah. What song is that? How do I. It's Method uh, Man's voice in my it's head. It's a Wu Tang yeah, song. Method Man is. I think Method Man is saying it in my head. Or maybe it's RZA. I don't know. And. I think it's in the survey. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Know, I don't remember, but it's definitely a Wu Tang song from the, from uh, Enter the yeah. Wu Tang. But I don't know that guy, but I just know his. I just know that's the name of the guy who did that shit. The fucking and, and I did know my mom yes, didn't let dude. me watch Family Feud because she said the host and maybe it was Richard Dawson was a huge pervert. Like like he would he would oh like, yeah that's Dawson okay. she was talking right, about yeah, Dawson she, it made her she didn't want that he on would, her like, house kiss a lot of ladies a lot of wives yeah she hated that so she didn't want that shit on her house so we wasn't allowed to watch that which is yeah damn which is kind of crazy but then I guess I wonder how she feels about Steve Harvey now I don't know I, I, I feel like my mom might like Steve I don't know man with the real one there's like there was a guy I think. The guy who hosted to Family Feud, like, two after uh, Richard Dawson. So, it was, like, Richard Dawson, one guy, and then the second guy. And I think the second guy killed him. Holy shit. That's all I can remember about the story. What the fuck? Why? Do you... It was a random? Yeah, dude. Because he was probably depressed. I don't know. Dude, those rich entertainers. Hosting a Family Feud. (laughs) He just couldn't go out there one but, more time. Like, he's like, I just can't fucking do another fucking survey. Like, this is... Nah. I can't put on this suit and face this generic-ass <laughs> family and then fucking read the same shit. The hosting... <laughs> the hosting is good. The surveys, I ain't doing them. <laughs> he has to go out there and tell, like, actually ask the questions and yeah. shit. <laughs> Dude, you know what I mean? It's not just fucking yeah, made He should have done it, like, on the air, like Bud Dwyer or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, he should have just in the middle of the fucking thing just blew his head off. Survey <laughs> says? <laughs> he just... <laughs> That'd be fucked. Uh, I don't think they'd make that to air. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God damn. That would be... Yeah, that would be traumatic, I guess. That's pre Yeah, that's true. They did pre They would have never let that air. That would be like... They would just held on to that footage like the Grizzly Man footage forever. You would have just heard about it, you know? It'd be locked down in some vault. No one should watch this episode <laughs> of Family Feud. <laughs> it is horrible. <laughs> I know. The survey was of what 
What do you touch first in your bathroom in the morning? <laughs> Answer one, toothbrush. Answer two, sink knob. Answer three, explosion. <laughs> Please do not watch this footage. <laughs> Click pow. At least they would maybe like put out the audio and just, yeah, shit, yeah. Dude, you think we could? Yeah, hopefully. We think so, we could fool, like enough. Enough time went by. Like if you did a, you think we could like make a fake audio of that happening, send it to like some stupid startup news media company and say we found the the like the leaked audio, and maybe they wouldn't fact check it, and like they could like air that as it was real. <laughs> what? What was that? What was that fucking place? Quillette? Yeah, was that yeah, the they one do shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> we could send that <laughs> to, to Quillette. Like, look, they. Listen, we found hidden audio tapes that prove that it wasn't a suicide, that the, the Family Feud host was killed because he was a Republican <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> and I know you guys love Ronald Reagan, and this is like a guy getting killed because he loved Ronald Reagan, so like, let's let's yeah. make it happen, huh? What are we talking we about We could charge him. They'd give us like, I think all that billionaire dark money, they could give us a million bucks. And then... They have so much money just to it. give yeah. that lady named Claire. What's her name? Claire Lehman. Yeah, she's so like terrible. let her be the editor in chief of like you know, mm-hmm. fucking <laughs> what the basically what was the name of that the the candy uh, plantation and Django Unchained <laughs> just their fucking monthly newsletter. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking crazy. What the family's been up to this month. <laughs> Can you imagine that dude that? <laughs> what a, oh, shit. Oh, God. What a piece of shit fucking yeah. paper that is. It's so wild that they got the, like, there's, we have, like, 90 billionaires. It shows you, man, it's like, what are we going to spend our money on? Oh, let's spend our money on some of the dumbest people on <laughs> earth willing to take our fucking money to spin out some of the stupidest bullshit that anybody's ever heard yeah. of- that everybody can see through. <laughs> and... Have everybody say it with a straight face <laughs> because we pay them so much fucking money. Yeah, I, dude, it's fucking absurd. I was like dude. going backwards on that. Like, how did Charlie Kirk get that job? And I was just thinking, like, a bunch of billionaires was in a room and they're like, who do we give it to? And one guy was just like, all right, we find a guy with the biggest head and the smallest face. And then we just let him fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we, we give him a bunch of money and he can do it to launder this money. We let him just say whatever the fuck he wants. Just wind yeah, him it's up. Like, that's how they got Charlie Kirk. That's the only thing that fucking explains it. You know, like it was just some bet or just some weird, funny thing one of them thought of. And they're like, yeah. yeah. You know? And they just they found Charlie Kirk. And that's how they fucking did it. I think he probably literally grew up like under one of them's garage or something. Yeah. I could see that. He's like grew up under their garage and like in the <laughs> cleaning their gutters or something. <coughs> like underneath their house. Yeah. Not even cleaning their gutters, just like a slime boy who grew <laughs> up in the mud boy. that nobody discovered till he was twelve years old. <laughs> and they saw him down there and they put him in front of a fucking computer screen. They showed him Prager U videos <laughs> until he fucking grew a, a brain. It just started making sounds, just grunts out of his tiny little slime boy mouth. He just started talking about, trickle, trickle down, trickle down economics. It's like, yes. He's ready. 
He's like, he can molt. That's why he stays young forever. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? He's a slime he just boy. Leaves, he can just change his skin yeah, out. There's chrysalis slime everywhere and shit. Every fucking room he goes in. Oh, and he's part of the conspiracy. Now you got it. He's part. He's got the chrysalis. He's part of the Taos home. Dude, dude. he's, yep. He's fucking he's cocooning up. Right. Can, and controlled he's, by the jellyfish. <laughs> vibrating outside of Sheldon Adelson's house. <laughs> yeah, the frequency gets real hard out there. The closer he gets to a billionaire, he shakes harder. <laughs> Fuck. That explains it. Sheldon Adelson, man. He's got the fucking... He's got the hover around. Dude, too, that man. dude's like skin is like... His face is falling off, man. I'm like... I'm not concerned for his well-being. But like, I'm I'm, I'm more like... I, <laughs> I'm enjoying his like decomposition. You know what I mean? In real time. Oh, him and like Sumner Redstone are like two of like the most, uh, you know, just uncomprehensible, incomprehensible how they're still alive. Yeah. It's just really crazy it's, how they look in comparison to people you've seen die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've seen like family members who are dead. Yeah. And they look so much worse than those people <laughs> did that were dead. Fucking right. It's wild yeah. to me. It's like, you, they look so fucking bad. Yeah. And pe- how on earth? You literally have to have every fake organ known to man. <laughs> These are the people that they made the fucking the, or transplant center for. <laughs> yeah, like those where they're like keeping all those prisoners in China or whatever. All these organ the farms. People like this. Dude. Yeah. Every- <laughs> he's got a new one. Yeah, he's going to... Every fucking two days, he's got to be getting a new kid. Dude, that set. explains it. Doesn't he you live in I mean? Vegas? There's no way these guys are alive. He's, he lives in Vegas, right? Adelson. Hello? I think you broke up. Oh, okay. yeah. He's a He's got a casino thing. And that explains there's that, like the urban myth where you wake up in Vegas in a bathtub of ice. Because like, he's in close proximity to the organs. So that's why he's living there. Adelson, yeah. you wake up and you wake up in a tub of ice. And you just you're still coming to, and you hear his jazzy scooter <laughs> just, just beeping its way, <laughs> reversing out the hotel like, bathroom. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Oh, fuck? Yeah, that's what wakes what you up out of the sleep. Yeah, it's just fucking. <laughs> Jesus! Oh fuck! Oh shit! What yeah, happened? That's not my alarm. That's Adelson's around. Yeah, she's like fucking got a fucking ig little little yeti fucking uh, koozie, but it's just a heart in there. Is <laughs> 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 in the front cart of the yeah, thing? like in the drink holder? Yeah, he stole the shit from Win Dixie. <laughs> Yeah, man, that guy's so evil. <laughs> oh, that guy's so evil. Oh shit! Fuck that guy. That guy's got to be dead. <laughs> he's got to be dead soon. It's just my. I mean, it's just crazy how he's alive. Even Kissinger's just still going. I I do not believe it, man. It's uh, holy shit, man. Yeah, it's it's it's. You gotta believe you can't yeah. die. You know yeah. what I mean? It. Now, it's possible Kissinger did a spell. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible he did a spell because of how many souls he's reaped. You know what I mean? He's such a such a yeah. killer, such a horrible, horrible mass he murderer. He is the power of the slain. That he must have, like, black magic yeah. to, like, go after yeah. him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shit, man. 
man. Even his whole body, he, like it looks. He's animated by the. Yeah, he, yeah he's definitely animated. He's he's in like weird positions. I don't think he. I have a theory. I don't think he can really move his arms or legs because he looks like you ever like pick somebody up out of wheelchair and just place them in a chair and then they like limbs just fell a certain way and they stay that way. Every picture I see of that motherfucker, he looks like that. I don't really think he can fucking <laughs> move, man. You know what I mean? I don't either. He does look like uh, he looks like what's it? Uh, was it uh, Big Hero Six a little bit? Like just yeah. flopping down in one of those chairs. Yeah, you know? Not, I mean? Yeah, he's just like it's just like putting a Big Hero Six in a <laughs> in a doll's chair. Like, <laughs> and just like fucking blank. <laughs> His arms and legs just kind of flop there. Just kind of yeah, conically poke out from him. <laughs> he don't even need him anymore. We might as well cut him off him. You know what I mean? It'd be easier for him. He ought to get bionic shit. I mean, no. I don't want to put any ideas into the fucking ether. Because he would be like fucking Baron Harkonnen. <laughs> from fucking Dune. Just yeah. like yeah. See, fucking floating around and like that movie yeah. and shit. I, see, I got that reference because I think you told me about Dune and I watched it. So now I know what that is. I mean, I know. I mean, I think we talked about it a long oh, fucking time ago. And I watched it like the next did week. Did you watch the... Uh, you watched the David Lynch yeah, one? Yeah, the one that, with the guy from Twin Peaks. Um, yeah, David Lynch, but the um, the main guy. Uh, yes. The, Agent Cooper was the um, Atreides. Yes. Yeah, that's the one I saw. That is the dopest movie that was cool as shit, I ever dude. saw in my life. I watched it so many times. It's so good. There's like, a, yeah, I love that. When he says, was it, that line is like, bring in that floating fat man, the Baron. <laughs> that's one of the funniest shits I ever heard in my life. I'll rewound that line a thousand times. It's really good. I couldn't stop laughing at the floating, the floating fat, fat man. Bring him in. I'm so angry. Baron Harkonnen. Bring him in. Yeah. Oh, man. That is a good shit. I think they're making some more oh, Dune yeah, stuff. I forgot. I saw a headline a while back. Like maybe a show or another movie. Oh, yeah. There's a new Dune movie cool. coming cool. out that's directed by, I think, the guy who did like Blade Runner 2049. Oh, nice. So it'll be pretty good then because I, like, I liked a lot of that. Yeah. I'm thinking it'll be tight. Fucking I'm think. I, I mean, it's a tight story. You got fucking bald ladies who are like, you know, cosmic witches, which is fucking dope. Yeah. You got, you got fi- families fighting over drugs, mm. which is fucking <laughs> tight. If you take so many, if you take too much of the drugs, you turn into a person who can, who has to live in a tube just surrounded by the drugs, yeah. and you can fold. T- space around you the navigators dude, dude that shit is so, so dope scary. yeah those things were cool as shit like in a, in a very men tats yeah and then the fucking hat the worms the shy halud dude yeah. can't fuck with the shy halud <laughs> I can't wait for this when is this movie coming out I think next year, oh, man. Fuck. It's gonna be tight. But you know what? I always say that. I always, like whenever a movie comes out a year, like uh, in the future, I'm like, damn, I'm I might as well put that out of my head. And I'll never see it. That seems like forever. <laughs> and then before I know it, the motherfucker is here, and I'm like, oh shit, that came around quicker I than I thought. So I'm excited. It makes me. I'm like, damn, am I old? It's that's the quickest way to be like. <laughs> Oh shit! It's already yeah. That's true. It's already time to watch yeah. Dune. What it's it's fuck? bittersweet because it's like, damn, I'm 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 really old now, but at least I get to see this movie again. You know, like, well, I remember when I was a kid, I was waiting for a movie felt like forever, and now it's just like, oh yeah, now yeah. it's here. It's like, oh yep. fuck, this <laughs> this is nothing. <laughs> it's time shit. Living yeah. my life for 
for 14 months is very easy. God damn it. <laughs> to just not reason. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. Get, it, all right, well, we're at an hour oh, cool. eight. Hell yeah. All right. Oh, that's... So we should fucking wrap this up, yeah. man. Plug the other podcast, man. If people made it all the way this way, they probably want to hear the truck cast. Talk, tell them, tell uh, people oh, where they can find truck. it. Oh. I need to talk to you about the truck cast. I guess we could do this on air. Do a truck cast. I wanted to tell you to do a truck. Like, if you, I'm not saying you have to do a truck cast, but I'd love to do a truck cast. Come well, on, yeah. This is so what this, is about. It's a, this is a really brilliant um, idea. Kate Root came up with. I can't take any credit. Like she, she was talking to me and she was like, I forgot how she said. It. She's like, Well, just talk in your damn car. I was like, well, What am I gonna do? She's like, Just talk to yourself and record. I'm like, That don't what? And she's like, Yeah, everybody should do that. And and then like I was like, Okay. So I she does all the work. She so. Uh, oh shit I'd probably just alright so the truck cast is um, commutes are crazy capitalism is nuts it's very isolating um, and you think a different way when you're driving because I think I think most of your mostly cognitive stuff is like not dying you know 10 and 2 gas brake blinker left and right and the lights and the windshield wipers so your brain is thinking about all that shit but on but also trying to form coherent thoughts so like your brain can kind of free free flow in a weird way um, while driving and talking, absolutely. So yeah, so it's like just throw on the fucking um the the little recorder on your phone, record a commute, and and you can. It's cool because like even if like you run out of shit to think about, I say there's always some shit going on on the road. You know, it has cool noise background. It's a good it's a good podcast or truck cast or whatever cast. It is a good yeah. podcast and a great truck yeah. cast. So it's been fun so far, but I'd love please, to do one. Please, anytime, man, anytime, send it in. Um. We have a Gmail. I don't know what it is. It's uh, tw- it has a Twitter. Fuck, I don't know what the. Ag- I think it's just Truckcast. Uh, it has a yellow background and a blue truck as the avatar. So find it that way. Um, I just know it because it's on. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's on the. Th- I don't know any of the stuff. It. I don't know. There's a SoundCloud for it. Probably just yeah. Absolutely. Check out Truckcast. Um, and and that's a good thing. But Cyrus, all you gotta do is you just re- you talk into it on on one of your commutes. It could be from work. It could be to work. It could be anywhere. You are you going somewhere for a long time? You got some shit on your mind. You don't even have to have nothing on your mind, and you just just do it and then email it to the Gmail that I think Kate put on the web on the Twitter page, and then she posts them. And yeah, and yeah. other and then you take submissions there too. So if you're listening to this now, submit to the yes, podcast. Yes, right? yeah, we take submissions. So far, we've had quite a few, and they're all amazing. Like it's really they're cool. great. So. Yeah, uh, it's a cool thing to do. You could do it whenever, you know. Word. Well, I'll, I'll send in a truck Please do. soon. Yeah. Meanwhile, people should find it out and listen to it because it's a good window and a great idea into people's lives and their thoughts. And it's, I think it's a fun project, man. So I'm glad that you're doing it. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad we got this one out. And when I, I'm going to think I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is you do you want me to email this to you or to do you want uh, to uh email it uh, to me? I could, if you want to email it to me because i have i have off all day tomorrow um oh shit should we stop recording word okay yeah right. let's stop recording now right. okay yeah. hey bye, bye everybody, everybody. Love, love y'all you. all right Adios. see you bye bye